Hi, I'm Doug. And I'm Yvette. And your search for a podcast you can't stop listening to is over. Welcome to Search Complete. Hello and welcome to Search Complete, a podcast where we see what the internet has been searching for by taking the first part of a question and seeing what Google thinks we want to know. But before typing it in, we'll guess how it auto-completes, and you can play along at home. We can have a good laugh at society's expense, and then we'll realise that we actually want to know the answers. And this week, the search phrase is, why can't I? Why, why, why can't I? Google, tell me, please. Well, actually, Yvette, please tell me what you think is going to come up when people start searching, why can't I? Um, I think maybe one of them will be, why can't I lose weight? Yeah, like, I think a lot of, there are a lot of sort of fad diets that, I'm not, not ever going to work. So Yeah. Or why can't I keep the weight off? Because you do the yeah. diet, it works for a few weeks or whatever, a few months. And yeah. then you stop doing the diet and then you gain it all back on again. But yeah, I, th- I think you're right. Why can't I lose weight? Weight is going to come up. And uh, <laughs> follow on from that one, the one I've got is why can't I get a six pack? Yeah. I oh, think... Probably um, because you really need to lose a lot of weight to get a six I pack. I think people do underestimate the amount of weight you have to lose to get like defined abs. I think people will just be, you know, crunching and sit-upping yeah, and expecting that to do everything they need. I mean, no, it's all down to like body fat percentages. And I think like the average person is between like 18 and 22%. And you need to get down to like eight or nine, which... It's a it's lot really of like, salads. You can probably get down to like 12, 13, all right. But like that, it gets harder and harder each time. So yeah. And yeah. you're more and more exhausted from all your workouts you also have to do. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think most people that have a six-pack are like, it's not worth it unless it's kind of your job to have a six-pack. Yeah. I'm sure some people love their six-packs, people yeah. that are really into bodybuilding and stuff. That's like their whole vibe. Yeah. Another one I had is, why can't I get an erection? Okay. Those males out there. I think of that, but... <laughs> well, it's not a problem for you, is it? <laughs> no, I, I had on the flip side of that, why can't I get pregnant? But okay. maybe if your partner can't get an erection, that's what, one of the reasons. Might be the answer. Um, what else you got? Why can't I fall asleep? Oh, I had that one as well. I think yeah. it's a really good one. I think a lot of people have issues falling asleep, especially now, like phones, social media. Yeah. Like and your also, brain is always active. I think people might be Googling it. Like if you're like, why can't I get an erection? You're not going to Google it in At the middle of the time. situation. <laughs> yeah. But if you're like, why can't I fall asleep? And then you're like, maybe I'll Google it and see if yeah. Google's got any suggestions. Definitely. I think that's a really good one. Uh, I had, why can't I fall in love or yeah. find love? Yeah. I had, why can't I find a girlfriend slash boyfriend slash love? Yeah. Um, uh, a more specific one I had was also, why can't I find a nice guy? Yeah. I think... Finding a partner and like a serious relationship is quite difficult now because it's so easy to meet more people like on dating apps and stuff. But it's all like casual. It's casual, but also like, the, I feel like the standard becomes so high. If you meet someone and they have like, you have one weird conversation with them, you're like, oh, whatever, I'll find someone yeah. else. Chuck them. And you don't like properly get to know people. I don't really know. But yeah. I like that sort of things that I've heard. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like sort of like choice paralysis as well. There's like so many people you're trying to juggle and yeah, you, you just don't pick one in the end. You're because, just chatting to like 10 people all yeah. at once and they're all chatting to 10 other people as well. So it's difficult <laughs> yeah. to form a one-to-one connection. One thing I had was why can't I stop hiccuping? <laughs> Is that because of me by any yes. chance? I mean, I have maybe like two or three solid hiccups and then I'm done. But you, I'll hiccup all day. It's very annoying. Yeah. Funnily enough, I've never actually 
Googled, why can't I stop hiccuping? It's more, what is the cure? <laughs> what is the cure? Yeah, maybe that's what you None would. of them work, by the way. No, none of them work. Oh, Not the traditional ones, anyway. Uh, I had, why can't I cry? Oh, yeah, I had that one. I, I find it really hard to, like, I think I've shed one tear in the last 10 years or something. Wow. Don't know if that's sad, but... You heartless beast. <laughs> It's just not something I do, unless you count like looking at the sun or dry <laughs> eye or something. I'm just imagining you just staring into the sun, streaming. Cry, goddammit, it, cry! <laughs> You're just like completely blind. <laughs> oh, that's so uh, dumb. Uh, the final one I had was why can't I feel happy? Yeah, a little sad. A lot of but... depression, sort of related ones potentially. Yeah, I had why can't I sing? I feel like some people just can sing and some people really can't. And, and maybe some people think they can, but they really can't. Yeah. Maybe there's like, I want to know if there's a reason as to yeah. why you'd naturally be bad at singing. Yeah. There's an interesting thing that I learned, which is if you learn music from a really early age, you like the chances of you having perfect or relative pitch, like skyrocket. Mm. So just keep, teach your kids um, music at the age of like two or something and they'll be able to sing. Yeah, but it didn't work for me. But yeah, I also feel like it's a. I feel like I've done studies or something where they've shown that it's kind of like music is like an innate ability. Well, like if you look at other animals and stuff, they all, I mean, especially birds, they will sing. I've never thought about birds and they're singing in like actual terms of music. Like, you know, I'm sure people have written it out, bird song, haven't yeah, they? And but but what is singing? It's kind of more like an expression of how you feel. Yeah. And all animals kind of want to do that. Yeah. But I feel like not everyone can sing tunefully. No. So, and I think maybe there is an innate ability to sing or not. Like in last episode, when we were talking about 23 and Me, musical ability, or I can't remember what they called it, but that was one of the traits oh. they can test for. So it's genetics. If Basically, if you can't sing, uh, blame your genetics. Blame anything. Blame anything on your genetics. It's probably <laughs> genetics. Fault. Probably. Uh, you got any other ones? Um, also, one topical one. If there's anyone who has no clue what's happening in the world right now, why can't I go outside? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or why can't I get toilet roll? <clears throat> why can't I get eggs? Why can't I get flour? I mean, why can't you get gloves? I feel like why can't I get eggs and why can't I get flour is not the coronavirus's fault. It's just people <laughs> no, it's acting not. mental. That's true. All right, let's type this search phrase into Google and see what suggestions it comes up with for why can't I dot, dot, dot. Um, don't forget to send us your ideas um, on social media at scpodcast underscore UK on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also email us at searchcompletepodcast at gmail.com. Yes. All right, let's do it. Why can't I cry? Nice. Why can't I sleep? Yeah, so that's two points already. Two, two each. Yeah. Why can't I burp? That's, that's an interesting one. Why, do you ever feel really uncomfortable, like you need to burp? I mean, yeah, Or, or maybe just there are some people that never burp at all and they are like, why can't I, why don't why aren't yeah. I a burping person? Don't yeah. know. I feel like you're not missing out too much. <laughs> yeah. uh, why can't I see the moon tonight? Hmm, that's... That strikes me as kind of a weird one. I feel like the answer is very obvious. Clouds. Or it's a new moon. Or it's a new moon. Why can't I get warm? That, I think that's a good one, actually. I'm yeah. surprised we didn't think of that one. Because like, I feel like when you've been outside and it's been really cold, and you come in and it's warm, and you're like, why am I not warming up? 
It's just mm. like you've like chilled to the bone. And like sometimes you can put on so many blankets and jumpers and stuff and it doesn't seem to make a difference. Yeah, You're yeah. still cold inside. Why can't I get a job? Yeah, good one. Um, yeah. Why can't I concentrate? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> ADHD or I think just probably distractions and stuff like that, but it's a good one. Yeah, I think there's a lot of different reasons you could not be able to concentrate, so that could be interesting. Why can't I taste anything? <laughs> wow. Uh, do, have you heard of people like having issues tasting? Um, I think, you know, if you have certain brain injuries, you can't taste anything, but that seems quite serious. Like maybe there's a um, more short-term thing. I wonder if this is more like, um, you know, when people talk about being able to taste like coriander or like yeah. being a super taster. But then that's not anything, is yeah, it? Yeah, no, but I th- what I'm saying is I think people might... But it's not that they can't taste anything. They're like, why can't I taste... It's got a, why can't I don't have strong tastes or something? No, I feel like why can't I taste anything suggests that you just don't, can't taste anything at all. Yeah, but people I don't know. We can find out. Why can't I find love? Yeah, we got that both, one. That one. And why can't I poop? Yay, poop. We were, we <laughs> Back to that one again. A good break from poop, I yeah. think, but... A good 10 episodes. I feel like we've done enough poo content, so maybe yeah. we won't look into that one. that one. Any of these uh, particularly crazy for you? Um, I think it's fairly as expected. Um, I'm interested to know what's behind why can't I taste anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe like, it's more common than we think. Maybe. And why can't I burp? I wasn't expecting. I'm very surprised about the why can't I see the moon tonight. All right. Well, we're going to go away and research some of the more interesting ones and we'll be right back. And we are back. I looked into why can't I sleep? I feel like I definitely don't suffer from insomnia, but you definitely fall asleep a lot quicker than I do. Most nights. Most nights, yeah. How do you do it? I've I've got I've got to. I'm under the pressure. Otherwise, I have to listen to your snoring. <laughs> hey, I don't snore that bad. <laughs> How do you know? Mm, okay. <laughs> uh, before this gets too embarrassing, why can't I sleep? Everyone definitely gets days where they can't sleep, but there is actually a clinical condition which I think most people are aware of called insomnia. Yeah. People, you just can't sleep. Uh, symptoms include difficulty actually getting to sleep, but then actually waking up throughout the night. You wake up not feeling refreshed, uh, or you wake up really early, and you generally just feel drowsy throughout the day. Yeah. What percentage of people do you think actually have had insomnia in the UK? Um, like including people who've just sort of had it temporarily. Yeah. Or they have to have been diagnosed with it. Um... Maybe like one in eight people. Yeah. Uh, it's 36% actually, which is huge. That's really one high. One in three. Yeah. Which I thought I was I was blown away by. Yeah. Is, obviously, this is one study. So this is people that have gone to the doctor about it for treatment. Well, I'm not 100% sure. Or just sure, in a survey that's said they can't sleep. I don't know. But it seems like a lot of people do have issues actually getting to sleep to a point where they think they have insomnia or actually do have insomnia. And I feel like sleep is extremely underrated and i don't think as a society or as a culture at least western culture it's very well taught about the the impact it can have and it's almost like a good thing not to have enough sleep in the fact that you know you're kind of congratulated from pulling a late nighter or it's Mm. commonplace to like stay up all night you know going out late not getting back till 4 a.m and everyone's like oh yeah mad sesh you know 
Yeah. It's, it's like a, it's something that's almost like positively re reinforced. And then there's so many things in our society to like counter sleep, such as coffee and tea, caffeine drinks, alcohol, drugs. Propus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it, sleep is seen as like a proper negative thing, I think. I think sometimes people feel like they're wasting time by sleeping. Yeah. Like, I mean, I especially get that. if you feel like you haven't got a lot of time, like if you've got a project that needs to be finished in a time frame or you've got to cram for an exam or something you're like i don't have time for this sleeping got to get on with it yeah. so you're just yeah. smashing the energy drinks i mean if, if i could not sleep and still feel fine i would not sleep i like sleeping yeah, I <laughs> that's why you lie in i would uh, recreationally <laughs> sleep even if i didn't need to yeah um so some causes of ins insomnia i include stress and anxiety and depression yeah um a lot of medications as well can affect your sleeping uh, including okay. antidepressants contraceptives high blood pressure medication and quite a lot of pain medication has caffeine in okay interesting Some of the stronger stuff also there's underlying health problems that actually like properly affect your sleep like sleep apnea mm. uh, that's where you like stop breathing right uh, like, yeah, like, I think so. And then I guess does it does that wake that you up? That wakes you up, yeah. And uh, although the, this sounds kind of funny, I'm sure it's not restless leg syndrome. What's that? We've got like twitch yeah, in the I, leg or something. I assume so. <laughs> I Is just, it like you know when you bounce your knee when you're sitting on a no, chair? No, I don't think so. That's kind of normal. But uh, if, this if sounds that something happened much while worse. you were trying to sleep, that would be very yeah, annoying. And for your partner. Yeah. <laughs> and also people's environments, like loud noises, bright lights, like sort of city. Mm. kind of escapes um you have an uncomfy bed and yeah. uh, a lot of bad habits which can fuel insomnia which we'll get onto in a minute okay but as you can see there's plenty of things that could cause insomnia and not yeah. getting sleep especially in like i feel like just like this high driven and also things culture. like that you can't really avoid a lot of the time like you know having to do stuff in the evenings yeah. and living somewhere where there's a street lamp outside your window there's not a lot you can really do about that yeah uh so i've decided to put together a list from various sources for some tips for helping you get to sleep or cure your insomnia mm. one is have a wind down time before bed do something relaxing like read a book yeah disconnect from social media this is one i actually put there myself without even looking at anything i feel like social media is a sort of thing that's going to awaken the mind mm. it's like it gets your like brain working because it's like connecting with people. Yeah, it's like you're not alone. Um, bre uh, doing like breathing exercises or meditation. I feel that's what mm -hmm. most meditation is, or like sort of like. Well, I don't know what you want to call it. Popular meditation. It's yeah. all about just like breathing, clearing your mind. Uh, doing exercise during the day. You're just like a baby. You got to wear them out, wear your body <laughs> out before going to bed. I like this one. Uh, I, th I think it's something I need to try more. Uh, but if you can't get to sleep within like yeah. 15, 20 minutes or something, don't get frustrated. Get up for 30 minutes, do something like relaxing, like reading, and then try again. Yeah. There's too many times I've, uh, you know, like, if you haven't fallen asleep within like half an hour, it just like gets worse. This is another one. Don't look at the clock. Yeah, I think you can get in like a, like stuck in a cycle, yeah. can't you? Where you're just like, oh my God, I can't fall asleep. Yeah. I really need to get to sleep. I've got this many hours before I have to get up. Yeah, and then the you, get, you get more and more stressed. Yeah. And also like, I think you're supposed to, like if you can't sleep, you're supposed to leave your bed because otherwise yes. your brain yeah. sort of associates your bed with like, oh, bedtime is Facebook time. <laughs> and then you're, you're just even like subconsciously by being in the bed, you're not in the like 
relaxing yeah. sleepy place you're in the facebook place or whatever you do in bed that's not sleeping yeah you- this goes without saying but don't have caffeine yeah uh, especially after i feel like people say 4 p.m mm. it can last quite a long time try and wake up the same time every morning yeah, it gets your body into a routine yeah something i try and this includes the weekends something i try and Boo. do <laughs> or at least not shift it too much uh keep a sleep diary this one i like uh lower the temperature in the room so your body temperature mm. naturally drops during sleep so if it's like still too high it's too hot yeah. in the room it can really help you well stop you from basically lowering your body temperature and sleeping properly i feel like if it's if it gets too hot in the room like that makes my sleep quality a lot worse yeah. like so i'll just wake up because I'm too hot and then I'll be all sweaty and not pleasant. Uh, Those are the ones I have. Uh, And I'd love to hear from you guys, you listeners at home, if you've got any tips and tricks for getting to sleep, because it's something I do sometimes struggle with. Not nowhere near as much as I know some people do, but I think it'd be generally quite interesting. Why can't I taste anything? Yeah, this was the ones that came up and I was like, this is kind of weird to come up. But I'm hoping you have some answers. Well... I do. <laughs> um, so loss of taste is called agusia. Agusia. Something like that. Okay. <laughs> Some variation or pronunciation of agusia. And yeah, I think I was right in my uh, original hypothesizing that it can be caused by head trauma, um, which can cause lesions in regions of the central nervous system that are involved in processing the taste stimuli. Okay. So that can yep. be areas of the brain like the thalamus, the brainstem, and temporal lobes. And also you you could get um, damage to neurological pathways that involve in the transmission of taste stimuli. So like you could taste, but then your brain can't process it. So then you don't experience the sensation okay. of tasting. Yeah. Um, similarly, it can also be caused by neurological disorders that affect the brain, problems with endocrine system like hormone signaling or it could be loss of taste could be a side effect from drugs yeah like, i've heard about those such ones. as drugs that are used to treat arthritis and cancer okay that's for like complete loss of taste but there's also like a strong link between taste and smell yes um i love be- the uh the thing that really brought this home for me was you know they say like hold your nose if you're eating something you don't yeah. like when you're a kid i never really worked that well maybe because i'm more of a texture person but yeah. the thing that really blew my mind was if you eat a mint leaf if you like put it in your mouth touch a you know clamp your nose together and then chew it you're like i can't taste anything and as soon as you open your nose yeah it just like mint comes rushing in yeah it was insane so your tongue itself can only indicate texture and tell the difference between sweet sour bitter salty and umami which okay, is like yeah. the flavor groups mm-hmm. so you would you could know if something is like salty or sweet but you wouldn't know like the if flavor it's, you know yeah like caramelly or i don't know sugary or what you know the different types mm-hmm. of of tastes so the the actual like telling what the ingredient is 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 mostly done by smell um so if you lose your sense of smell you can also like have quite a big loss in your sense yeah, of taste. huge, huge. So what do you think could cause someone to lose their sense of smell? I imagine very similar to taste, in terms of like the pathways get messed up for whatever reason. Yeah. You, there can also, like, with the um, total loss of taste, it seemed like that was quite quite a serious sort of thing, like with a, with a brain injury or something, but you can have more temporary loss of smell. 
Okay. Um, from things like a cold or flu or sinusitis. Yeah, your nose just basically gets blocked up by mucus and stuff. Yeah, or also like allergies, like hay fever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Or you could get like growths in your nose, like nasal polyps that could sort of block um, your sense of smell. And one thing that I found quite surprising and interesting, I don't know if you've already heard about this, um, is there is potentially a link between loss of taste and COVID-19. Really? Yeah, so... <laughs> maybe that's why this one's come yeah, up. Yeah, like maybe that's why it's a top f- search phrase because it's actually... Um, loss of smell has been indicated as um, potentially a symptom of someone, especially people who are otherwise symptomless. Okay, yeah. They lose their smell. So maybe wow. that's why a lot of people have been Googling this because they have COVID <laughs> and they don't know, which is a bit yeah. worrying. Yeah, there, there was a study in South Korea where I think they tested people quite widely and 30% of 2,000 patients they tested positive for coronavirus experienced anosmia, the loss of smell. Oh, okay. And then another study at UC San Diego said 68% of people lost smell. Wow. So could, yeah. it's potentially quite high and I think it's quite a, quite an extreme loss of smell. Like people who are like, you know, chefs couldn't smell onion and garlic. Like, that's how bad (laughs) it was. See, what I'm taking away from here is like, just eat really flavoursome foods for the next three months. And then as soon as you stop enjoying it, then you're like, oh, maybe I should stay at home for a bit. Yeah, like, it's not like you've got anything else to do. So you may (laughs) as well put the time into simmering down those onions. If you can't smell them, maybe stay at home. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't think it's known exactly why COVID-19 is causing this symptom because it's not a particularly mucousy disease. No, because you have like dry cough and stuff, right? One theory from a, you know, throat doctor was potentially because the virus has a high concentration in the nose, it could be causing some like inflammation in the olfactory nerves. So it's not directly like blocking or causing damage to the receptors, but they're just inflamed so they're not working yeah, as usual yeah. um but i don't i don't think that's known yet and i don't think that the smelling is it's the, the main because yeah. it, it tends to mostly be noticed in people that don't need to be hospitalized and that don't yeah. have otherwise strong symptoms very low on the priority list i'd say yeah so i just thought that was quite strange and i feel like even when you try and avoid covid it's everywhere yeah but yeah if anyone listening has suddenly lost their sense of taste or smell Please yeah. self-isolate, just in case. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, the, the smell seems to come back within, like, one to two weeks. All right, good, um, good. So it's not like you'll never be able to eat delicious food again. Yeah, but... it would be a plus and a negative. Plus being, like, foods that are healthy are generally not very tasty, mm-hmm. at which point you would be just basically apathetic to any type of food, so you could eat more healthy. On the downside, though, I do really like eating tasty food, and if that food didn't become tasty anymore, I would be very sad. Yeah, I feel like or you are already quite picky about texture. So then you'd have <laughs> even more like texture. Yeah, that would be the... Uh, you know, you'd, you'd get even more picky about what you could eat. Just like anything with a slightly off texture would be out. Yeah. Like maybe there's a few things that you tolerate for the taste, but now it's just <laughs> like, nope. And the other one I looked into is why can't I get warm? There's definitely some phenomenon going on where some people get more cold than others. Like, 
you all you need to do is go into an office and see some people in shorts and t-shirts and other people like wrapped up in blankets to realize that some people are definitely more cold than others get more cold than others even though the temperature is exactly the same for everyone yeah although sometimes i feel like in air-conditioned spaces you can be sitting right in the draft that's that that is very true i think air conditioning works by like it will try and make it 20 degrees by blowing out 10 degrees air. Yeah, if you're yeah. sitting right in the blast of that, it's pretty unpleasant. That is very true. So going back to the battle of the sexes, that's always fun, is do you think women or men are more likely to have cold intolerance, as it's known? Um, I think stereotypically it's women that are perceived to be colder. But I don't know if that's actually true. Well, yeah, that is, that is true. Yeah, okay. women... But so there is re- a scientific reason for you to give your jacket to a woman. It's not just a gesture. You've got it. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, though, it's not entirely sure why women get okay. colder. Um, one strongest theory is the fact that they just have a lower resting metabolic rate. And metabolism is a catabolic reaction which generates heat. Mm. So you're just generally producing less heat. Uh, there are a number of causes, apart from your sex chromosomes, I should say. Uh, anemia is one of them. Yeah. So if you've got a low red blood cell count, it means your body isn't getting oxygen, as, as much oxygen as it needs, which then helps you metabolize. Okay, interesting. There's hypothyroidism, not hyperthyroidism, which means you just have a lower metabolic rate as well. The thyroid, if you don't know, is a very important gland that produces lots of hormones for body regulation. People with diabetes as well. There's this thing called Roy Reynolds disease. Have you heard of this before? No. It's actually pretty rare, but it's basically where your peripheral blood vessels constrict too much in response to a cold environment. Okay, so, so it just cuts <laughs> off the blood yeah. flow just like straight away, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Well, more extremely than the average person. Yeah. Which it's not particularly, uh, it's just you've got to be a bit more careful when you go outside in the cold. The anorexia as well. Some people just generally have worse circulation. Uh, sleep deprivation is a big one as well. Okay, I feel but like... I have to refer to earlier <laughs> in the episode to make sure you get enough sleep. Another interesting one is sl- seeing other people cold makes you cold. That's Even quite if, interesting, yeah, psychologically. Like you have a physiological response to seeing other people cold mm. and not even in the same environment. I mean, just like on the TV or something. Interesting. My When I was a kid, my nan would always... Um, tell off my brother for like walking around the house with like no t-shirt on she'd be like oh you're making me feel cold (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and there's actually been twin studies which is a great way of testing things they've shown that feeling cold or having this cold intolerance does have genetic roots yeah and can be inherit can be heritable so i mean all of the things that you've said the causes have been sort of um diseases and like biological things happening in your body so it makes sense that a lot of those could be um, you know, genetic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's it. Why can't I get warm? Uh, it's probably because you have cold intolerance. And uh, so now you have a reason to turn up the AC by one. So no matter how much we try and get away from COVID and provide a welcome distraction, it always comes back in some research or other. Damn you. That, yeah. Keep smelling the flowers and make sure you still can and um, try and get some sleep. <laughs> try and keep warm. Yeah. But at least you have a lot more spare time to sleep more. Yeah, you can't. You you've got no guilt about having a lion anymore, or at least I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thanks very much for watching. Please do remember to share this podcast and rate it if you did enjoy it. You can also follow us on social media at scpodcast underscore uk. So that's Twitter and Instagram. And you can also email us at searchcompletepodcast at gmail.com. I'm Doug, and I'm Yvette. Thanks for listening. Bye.